Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with spring break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code COLLEGEDRAFT to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. a cold one. They strike him, huh? And listen to Ross Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Yeah, it is Daddy Soda time here on the College Draft podcast. Present, of course, as always, by DraftKings, I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman, five teams, seven years. You know that. Love this podcast. Yes, it is January 1st. Yes, we already got the Ross Tucker football podcast up and posted, so you can check it out wherever it is that you consume podcasts or watch it, youtube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And yes, we're doing a fresh college draft this morning for a couple different reasons. Number one, set. Emery Hunt, my co-host, can take a bow for a terrific bowl week last week with his picks. Finished up 11-7-1. I can't believe Arizona-Oklahoma, the over-under was 62, and it hit 62 on the dot. Uh, That is unbelievable. And so we'll get into that uh, momentarily. Make sure... You check out Emery on social media at FBall Game Plan on Twitter. He's Football Game Plan on YouTube. Got a very popular YouTube page for those of you that check us out over there. And then, of course, footballgameplan.com slash 2024 draft guide. I mean, it's now. I mean, I was in Chicago last week. They clinched yesterday the number one overall pick. They're so excited. They want Marvin Harrison Jr. It, it's really funny just to see how different people are feeling. So, there is no better draft guide. And by the way, it would be almost weird to me if you listen or watch the show every week and you didn't get Emery's draft guide. Like, how can you not? Because you know how much information he has. Plus, we got to get his picks on today's games. There's a bunch of games today that we need to get into. So very much looking forward to that. Of course, check me out on social media, please, at Ross Tucker NFL. Pretty much any platform you're on, I'm on. And then at Ross Tucker Pod is when you know immediately when the show's been posted, whatever show it is. And then, of course, also the highlight clips, the best of the best from all of the different shows. All right, Emery, here's what happened last week. 
which finished on Saturday. You were 11, 7, and 1. By the way, I don't even know how you do that well because you're watching these games and there's like no way of knowing who's playing in some of these games until, because they're not, they don't have to tell you. So like you're watching the start of the game and they're like, oh yeah, uh, both corners for Penn State aren't playing in the game. And you're like, wait, what? Against Ole Miss's offense? I mean, I, I didn't think Kalen King was going to play with him being a potential high pick, but Johnny Dixon wasn't even there. Their other starting corner. I mean, Emory, that killed him. And forget like Florida State. They didn't have like any, like they had like, almost nobody playing, which by the way, if we have time at the end of the show, we need to get into that because they got to do something. They, they, it's kind of killed bowl season. Right. Right. I, I agree with you, man. It's, it's, it, it, I thought Marvin's Shade Tree Jones had uh, a fantastic take on it uh, that we could discuss later. You know, the former Florida State All-American, New York Jets, first-round pick, current coach in the indoor football league, a uh, good friend of mine, uh, was able to chat with him a couple times um, down at these postseason All-Star games that I go to at the Tropical Bowl. Uh, he's a great dude, great person, and he had, I thought, a, a great take on it too. Interesting. All right, so... 11-7-1. You had the Minnesota Bowling Green over 39 and a half. That was 30 to 24. You crushed that one. Texas State, you took them minus four. And the over 59 and a half. You doubled down on your guy. That's the former LSU quarterback, yeah, right? Big Ponchatula. TJ yeah, Finley. Big Ponchatula. So anyway. Uh, they won 45-21, so way over, and they covered easily. UNLV Kansas over 67, that was 49-36. You killed that one. West Virginia minus the 6.5. You lay more points than I do on the Even Money podcast, but it came through. They won 30-10. to Louisville USC over 58.5. USC... Put up 42, 42-28, which is a whole other question I have. For some of these games, like, that, I don't even know who that USC quarterback is. Is it Miley Moss or something like that? Something like oh, that, yeah. Yeah, whatever his name is. It's unbelievable. That is one of the cool parts, I would say, about these. It's like, these dudes you never heard of go out there and start balling, but they already paid Will Howard to come via NIL, so it's like, I guess they'll have a competition now? I don't know. Right, and then you if you did that, I forgot the name of the five-star freshman that left. Man, that could have been you in the bowl game with that opportunity to showcase and, and show out. So, again, it's just weird, man. It's so weird. Then you have Rutgers' money line. That was awesome, Emory. They won the game 31-24. And maybe it's just because I did one of their games this year. I kind of love Rutgers. I kind of yeah. love the way. I mean, they don't get, like, many four – Stars, they don't get any five stars, and they're beating Miami and beating their you know what up front and blocking a pond. And they just it's a good coaching staff. I was thinking there's a lot of good coaches in the Big Ten, like Shiano, forget like even like Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, but like Shiano, Matt Rule, Ferentz at Iowa, like what he's able to do. And there's others as well. Kansas State, you had them minus two and a half, they won 28 19. That young quarterback looks pretty good, Emory. 
Yeah, I, I love again. I will never count against Kansas State in a who wants it more bowl game. K State by definition uh, must be Latin for we want it more in bowl games because <laughs> they are just outstanding consistently um, in all three facets: offense, defense, special teams. You know what you're going to get out of Kansas State. <laughs> Did you ever take Latin? I did not take Latin, but I'm pretty sure that's what K-State means in Latin. You know what? I did take Latin for two years. I don't remember <laughs> that being part of uh, part of what they said. I love Latin. I love, like, Roman history, and I took it for a couple years, but then when it got to be, like, Latin 3 and Latin 4, I was like, nah, I don't know. I think I'm good enough for my SATs now. Let me learn a little Spanish here. Probably should have stuck with it. Probably should have stuck with Latin. But then it was starting to get harder. Then we had to like read stuff in Latin. I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't even a real language. You want me to read language, stuff right? in it? I just did this for the SATs and the <laughs> Roman history. I'm not going to read a book in a language that doesn't exist. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> so, all right. Then we get to Kentucky Clemson over 46 and a half. That crushed 38-35. You laid the six and a half with Notre Dame. That was kind of sad, uh, Oregon State. Uh, Notre Dame won 40-8. I have a question about that, by the way. So there's multiple reports out there that Sam Hartman got paid $3 million from Notre Dame this year to be their quarterback, okay? Mm-hmm. The NIL deal, Emory, doesn't say you need to play in the bowl game. Like, right? Would, the, 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 like, the- I'm so confused on these NIL contracts. They don't write it in there like, the whole season, like including the bowl. I mean, I just feel like if I was given $3 million, I would have put the bowl. I mean, it didn't matter. They won 40 to eight, whatever. But I feel like I would have put in the contract. Yeah. Yeah. This, this you need it. You need it to get the rest of the money. You gotta, you gotta do the bowl game too. Buddy. Right. You, you gotta play all games that Notre Dame has on the schedule in, which include the bowl game and, or subsequent playoff games or whatever, any game that Notre Dame suits up and, and plays, whether it's a scrimmage, whether it's an exhibition against the Washington generals, like you got to play like to get all of that money. It just, I, and we know it's not NIL money anyway, right? They're calling it NIL because nothing about what they gave him had anything to do with name image and likeness. That's really interesting. Um, although I think he became like a hero that like, they they love him there. He's, He's also like twenty five years old. About, yeah, exactly. They I mean, what was it head. like when Sam Hartman goes into a a dorm party with seventeen year olds <laughs> and some of the like? Hey, Uncle Sam. Hey, um, I tell you this: even even my senior year, I was twenty two, and I felt like the old head on campus. So I can't even imagine being twenty five. You know, it's such a difference. I mean, so, 25, 22, 23, 24, 25. I was in my fourth year in the NFL. I had just moved. I moved up here to Jersey when I was 24. So I had a grown man job for two years. And 25, it was a year before I started football game plan. Put it that way. I was in my fourth year in the NFL. <laughs> I was halfway done my pro career. <laughs> I had a pension. <laughs> I'd already locked in a pension. Um, all right. Memphis plus nine and a half. They won outright. Missouri money line, Emory. That was uh, that was interesting, but that was smart because Ohio State. I don't even know who the quarterback. I, I missed the start of the game because we had a production meeting. Who was the quarterback playing was when Nevin I was watching Brown. the Ohio State game? 
Devin Brown wearing number 33. No, so, no, no. But when I was watching, he wasn't in. Oh, because he got hurt. Yeah, it was and, like Kineholtz or Keenholtz. Yeah, Keen like, what, what am I even watching right now? <laughs> right, exactly. And they, uh, the, the fact that Ohio State in 2023 put up three American points, uh, it just it was horrible. Like you could like you just would have expected Ohio State anybody on their roster in any iteration of a starting lineup would have scored at least seventeen, right? Three. Unbelievable. I mean, not I. I don't even know how uh, Ohio State fans feel about it. Whether they care, I'm kind of curious actually what the deal is there. All right, then the ones you missed. You took Tulane plus ten and a half. They lost 41-20. Losing their coach, that was not good. That you could tell they were that was not then good. The, the amount of that they, they were up in that game and then the they were playing in what looked to be a hurricane and they just kept fumbling the ball away. Both teams actually kept fumbling the ball away, and that would just got out of hand for, for uh Tulane. SMU minus ten. They lost twenty three fourteen. Texas A&M minus two. They lost 31-23. These are your losses. Mm-hmm. Penn State minus four. They lost 38-25. You can't not have your corners and your best edge rusher and your left tackle against Ole Miss. And you got and you stopped running the ball when you were running it at a, a very successful clip against Ole Miss. You sure ran it every play. Every play. Every play. Mer- that was their success. Maryland Auburn over 46. You barely missed. Florida State plus the 14 and a half. We're not even going to talk about that game. Wyoming minus four. Uh, they won, but only 16 15. And then we talked about Arizona Oklahoma. I will say this about the Florida State game because, uh, you know, and here's where people got to understand when you have new information, your pick changes. Because I was on the Early Edge podcast. For CBS Sports Sportsline uh, later in the week, and so I was like, "Hey, you took Georgia in this one, but on Ross Tucker's show, he took Florida State." Yes, because when we did the show on Sunday, we didn't have that information that sixty-five percent of the damn roster was going to opt out. By the time we did the show on a Wednesday or Thursday, I think it was, we had the information that all these guys were opting out. So yes, it makes sense now to change your pick. So that's why you have to really understand context of when we do these shows and what information is available at the time. Thousand percent. Yesterday's price is not today's price. By the way, if you like Emery's picks or your picks, make it easy on yourself. Order in on DoorDash. Now you can root for your picks while your food and drinks are on the way. That means burgers, chips, dips, soda, pizza, wings, so much more delivered straight to your door. And you got to have something to wash it down. I know what I'll be doing while I'm watching these New Year's Day games. Drinking Labatt Blue Light with friends and living life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Emery, let's get into today's games. It is Wisconsin against LSU. Wisconsin's plus nine. LSU, I have no idea who's playing for them with the receivers, or I know Jaden Daniels is not, but LSU's laying nine, so they must have some guys playing. Well, see, that's the thing. That this is why bowl game predictions are, are complicated. I'm gonna take Wisconsin plus the points because you don't have Jaden Daniels. You probably won't have Malik Neighbors. 
And if you take those two out of the equation, I don't know if Brian Thomas is going to play, but let's say we know neighbors and Daniels won't play. This is still an LSU defense that gave up a lot of points, right? So it's not like they're dominating on defense to, to be nine point favorites over a team that can line up and run the football. And we still don't know who's playing on Wisconsin side, but we do know LSU's defense isn't that good. So I'm going to take Wisconsin plus the points here by sheer uh, logic of piecing this thing together, which is how you kind of have to do these bowl games. Yeah. I mean, there must be, you must have a chance to have a real big eight edge in some of these games. If you really knew who was playing and who wasn't, I mean, it's like you need to be a private investigator to try to find out. Cause I see some places where like, like ESPN on their screen, they were saying Theo Johnson for Penn state was an opt out. He played <laughs> like he, now he declared for the NFL draft mm-hmm. before the game, but he said, I'm going to play in the game. I'm going to play in the bowl game. And then so you it's had like, you have the information is not always right. And you have a who, who everybody knew wasn't going to play. But if you didn't pay attention to what was going on during the week, and you saw him out there pregame, full equipment, practicing, going through. You are all right. Well, Fashado's probably going to play, like, and then he doesn't play. So, yeah, that that part of it's interesting to me too. The guys that get all dressed but then don't play. Mm-hmm. I, I've got so many questions. There's like, there's like five different options these guys have. You don't even show up to the game. You show up but you don't suit up. You show up and you suit up but you don't play. You show up and you suit up and you're on a pitch count. You show up and you suit up and you play the whole. I mean, it's it, it is wild. All right, what about Liberty and Oregon? Liberty's getting eighteen points, total sixty eight and a half. Liberty can score. Caden Salter, somebody we're gonna talk talk about next year in terms of draft prospects. He's been phenomenal for Liberty. Love the uniform matchup. Liberty has the the throwback uh, eagle on the on the helmet with rolling up his sleeves. Oregon is going with the Daffy Duck uniforms. Um, you know, the, the classic, you know, lime green with the, the bright yellow, the classic college looking uniform. So it's going to be a great aesthetic on TV. And I like that Oregon has, um, the ability to score too. Liberty doesn't have defense. So this one can go back and forth, but at some point defense will step in and get some stops. So I, I will lay these points. Now keep in mind, this line has jumped from 16 and a half or 15 and a half to 16 and a half to now. 18 and a half. So I'm still laying these points with Oregon because I can't trust Liberty's defense. At DraftKings right now, it's plus 18. So Emery laying the plus 18 with Oregon in that game. We'll get to Tennessee and Iowa. There's three games there in the early window. Iowa is getting five and a half. The total, it is an Iowa game, is 36 points listen i watched that game in totality the one you called against nebraska there's no way i am taking iowa plus a points here tennessee can score a touchdown and win this game six nothing and cover lay these points with tennessee (laughs) wow that's interesting i thought you would say in terms of the bowl game importance like i feel like the iowa kids are more likely to but i don't even know who's playing like you know, for either one of these teams who opted out or who didn't. Well, Milton's not going to play, and they're going to start the true freshman. And the way they talk about this kid, uh, you know, all throughout the spring, all throughout his recruiting, all throughout the 7-on-7 circuit, he's out there in pajama pants, lighting up 7-on-7 teams. 
I'm excited to see how he looks out there on the field. So I can't wait to see him play. And I will still trust a true freshman sight unseen over Iowa's offense. All right, let's get Emery to the big ones, the college football playoff, the Rose Bowl. I want to know what prospects and matchups you'll have your eyes on as well as your pick. Michigan is down to a minus one and a half point favorite against Alabama. The total's 45. Man, I'm taking Alabama in the points here. Uh, and I, I've been on this since last week. And when you think about what Michigan does well, they want to line up, run the ball, control the clock, play great defense. Sounds a lot like Alabama during their heyday when they had, you know, the Eddie Lacy's and all those D tackles and all those. So they, they, Saban is familiar with this this type of style of game that Michigan wants to play. The difference is, and this is where the, the real prospects come into play, everyone's talking about, J.J. McCarthy is, you know, probably QB3. I don't share that same sentiment. But on the other side, you got Jalen Milrow, a focused Jalen Milrow, who is arguably the best player on both sides, or at least the most explosive player on both sides of the field uh, for both teams. And you you saw how they had to take their road to get here. I am not betting against Milrow and what he can do. I am taking... Uh, Alabama to win this ball game. You could take them on the money line if it's plus money. You could take them plus the points or whatever. Uh, but Mill Road to me is the ultimate X factor. And when you factor in the corners, Cooley, McKinstry, all those guys out there on the perimeter are going to be the best corners that these Michigan Wolverine receivers have faced all season long. And they don't mind playing press. So when you play press, that also means you can trust your pressure to get to the quarterback. And we haven't seen J.J. McCarthy have success against pressure we saw this last year versus tcu and we haven't seen him play up to that standard that he played last year about week you know, about seven weeks uh now going into this playoff run so for me this is all alabama all day yeah i feel like i'd be pretty surprised if michigan's able to just run the ball down alabama's throat i mean that would alabama's d-line like the way those guys are built and the way they play that would that that would surprise me. That's going to be a very intriguing matchup. It's funny being out in Chicago, Emory, because some of the folks out there, I guess JJ McCarthy's from Chicago, so they were talking like there's some people that were talking about the Bears getting JJ McCarthy. I, you don't like that? Yeah, it's just, we just watch a guy that runs four three at six three two thirty that can throw the deep ball rather well in that weather. Why Why are people even entertaining moving off from Justin Fields? For that one, at least, for the, for J.J. McCarthy, at least. You know what I'm saying? Like, that makes no sense. Yep, I'm with you. What about, uh, let's talk Texas, Washington. Texas, Washington. Texas is laying four points right now. The total is 63 and a half. This game, the, the football side of things, it'll, it'll all come down to uh, – in the trenches, right? Texas O-line, Texas D-line, Washington O-line, Washington D-line. Texas has the advantage in the, you know, along the line of scrimmage. But the prospects, obviously Texas has those two D-tackles that everyone loves that are going to be great pros. Um, but you look at the perimeter. You look at Adunze, you look at uh, Johnson, the running back, but you look at that explosive speed that the Texas Longhorns have and Ewers' uh, ability to throw the ball 
deep down the field as well as Michael Penix. So you got great quarterback play. You got great talent on the perimeter. So if all of those things are equal in a wash, you go to the point of attack and line of scrimmage. That's where Texas, I think, can play any type of game. Those interior defensive tackles, uh, Sweat, and I uh, forgot the other one. Um, but both of those guys getting that quick interior pressure, collapsing the pocket around Michael Penix, who's not the runner that maybe people may think he is. Um, he's more of a, a pocket movement guy, which is still good, but getting that interior pressure is going to be a problem. So I like Texas here to cover this, this spread. It was four and a half. I was down to four, much more reasonable number. That hook doesn't get you. I'm going to lay these points with Texas. Curious, Emery. We can dive more into the bowl stuff next week. We'll have more time because next week we'll go over your picks from the day as well as getting in the national championship game uh, in detail. But I'm curious, if you had to rank these four quarterbacks in the college football playoff from a pro prospect standpoint, I realize they might not all come out or whatever, but if you had to rank these four guys you know, they're not considered Caleb Williams or Drake May or whatever, but they're still all pro prospects. How would you how would you break these guys down? Focusing on the term prospects, Milro would be one. Then you look at Penix, then yours, then JJ McCarthy. The reason why I have Penix over yours, I've seen more of Penix, right? And granted, you have to factor in upside, but that's why I have Milro number one. But yours feel like he we already talked about that Kevin Cobb right and I also feel like when you look at um, Penix I see a lot of Josh Dobbs in this game Milrow to me is the Anthony Richardson is the that type of talent that you that you gamble on because of the explosive speed you like where the mental uh, focus is and how he you know took himself getting benched got better and just now is on a different level in terms of how he's playing situationally and JJ McCarthy I think is a solid QB two at the pro level not necessarily a difference maker as a starter as some people are projecting him to be very interesting and i'll be curious to see which of these guys stay in school and which of these guys end up going to the nfl uh if any of them i guess you know they all could could come back other than Penix, i guess on some level check him out on social media at fball game plan i'm at ross tucker nfl the kick is the keg is kicked we're all tapped out <laughs> for tuning in to College Draft. Make sure to also check out the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Even Money, and Fantasy Feast, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform.